Happy Friday, theater lovers. This week's guest is Mia Abate. We nerd out about musicals, her ever-evolving career path, and we talk about food a lot. In fact, you should probably have a snack before listening to this, just in case. Mia has a way with words and simultaneously exudes youthful vigor and sage wisdom, and she's also just super fun to talk to. On with the show. So, welcome, Mia Abate, to Sarnia Famous. I'm so excited to be here. Your little face, you have the cutest little smile right now. Just like, just the cutest. So just before I hit record, you were saying that you have a type A personality and you were listening yep. to episodes, which I'm, I'm so flattered by, but now I'm feeling like super pressure <laughs> to be like, well, is it sweaty in here or is it me? <laughs> no, I'm the kid who like studies for things that aren't even a test. So fully... When you messaged me for this, I went back and was rewatching all the episodes. So I was like, I need to know. I need to know exactly what's going to happen. Because oh, I'm, I'm like that person. I don't even know what exactly what's going <laughs> to happen. So, well, you like, filmed enough of them that like it's. I wouldn't well, know either. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, it's something I need to work on. I want to like start researching and, and being more prepared for these. But... <laughs> I don't know, I'm too lazy, I guess. I am not <laughs> no. an A personality. But yeah, I love that. And then the other thing that you said that I wanted to bring back was mm-hmm. we were talking about my cats. And <gasps> you were them. telling me <laughs> they have your whole heart. Um, they do have my whole heart. You were telling me about funny cat names. Oh. <laughs> Keep t- <laughs> Tell that again. That was awesome. So... My friend and I, Estelle, we, we, we're off at university now. I'm going into my second year of university, which does not feel like that should be real. But okay, whatever. I guess I've, I've, I've grown up now. That's a thing. And we want to get a cat next year because I think we're going to be, we're going to have share a student house next year. And Estelle loves cats and I just love any animals. But my thing is I just suggest really absurd names. So I believe two of the ones I've suggested was calling the cat like Missy and it's short for like Missile Launcher or calling the cat Manny and it's short for like Manhole Cover or something. <laughs> I I just feel like it'd be really, really funny to say to the vet, hi there, I'm here to make an appointment for a Manhole Cover. That's um, Mr. I Mr. Really, manhole Cover. Mr. Manhole Cover Abate. Yeah, I, I really get a lot of joy out of that. <laughs> I really do. I love it. You know, and the thing, like, even when you name your animal, um, like, I so seldom even call ours by their their actual names. We have, like, a plethora of nicknames for them, too. So when people ask me what their names are, I'm like, well. Well. <laughs> I, I get that. But I love that. I hope you guys do get a kitty. That's, like, that was one of my biggest things. As soon as I became an adult, I had to have a pet, like, immediately. It just feels like such an adulty thing to do. According to the government, I am now an adult, and I don't what? like that very much at all. No, thank you, government. Like, I turned 19 back in May, and I don't like that because I joined the theater. Like, I joined the Imperial Theater when I was like 13. Wow. And I'm really not a fan of, like, I'm a grown up now. Well, you know what? That's just like what the government says. You can be a kid as long as you want, as far as I'm Age concerned. Age is only how you feel. That's right. But no, your cats have my whole heart. I love them so much. Well, they're so Chubby is. Let me see if I can get him up here. Or Figaro, I should say. See, he's a. Figgy loves. He loves the ladies. Oh. He loves the ladies a lot. And he loves carbs. And he loves cuddles. <laughs> he's. He's the, he's, guy, he's the best. That's all. Bubba. 
Hold on it's one second. I'm going to get them for you. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm here for this. Oh. <gasps> Look at that handsome lad. Ooh. Oh, what a handsome lad. Can you see this belly? It is the most oh, wonderful my goodness. thing in the world. Look at that belly. Aren't you just the sweetest thing? Oh my gosh. He is very sweet. There is a cat, and the cat is the best. Yeah, there's the best kitty. Anyway, I'll probably edit all of that out, but thank you for indulging. <laughs> oh god, he doesn't want to be on my lap anymore. Okay, hold on. Oh, he's running! Oh. He's running! Anyway, so we'll get back to the... He's running! Woo! That was exciting. Thank you very much for indulging me for a moment on the I cat stuff. Okay, so then back to business, my friend. Yes. I usually like to try and, if, if I've done a show with someone, oh. make mention of that. And we did actually get to do Wizard of Oz together. We did. I have extremely fond memories of you uh, and your angel voice. I would come into <laughs> rehearsals because I was just there like here and there. And I'd walk in and y'all would be practicing. And here, here's you like, like just this beautiful, beautiful <laughs> singing voice. Oh, you were so sweet. Oh, I really goodness. thought you were going to say I have memories of you as the tree. And I was going to be like, yes, that was me, tree number two. <laughs> I mean, that's what know. I fully I'm fully known for that to the point where I had a high school teacher when I was still in high school yell down the hall tree number two and I turned like did not know he was behind me turned out I was like what is happening so yeah I'm I will forever be tree number two in the hearts of my family and anyone else who knows me I mean you know there's worse nicknames in this life like you you know that is correct tree number two is pretty good I'm honored to be a tree it's pretty darn good as far as like, but yeah, I like I, and I think especially for someone who does not sing, cannot sing, trying to learn how to sing, I'm especially impressed by those who can. So is that, is that just a natural thing? Have you always been able to sing? Do you take lessons? Tell me, tell me everything well, about that. I, w I loved singing even at a young age. My parents have videos upon videos of like one, two, three year old Mia sitting on the bathroom counter like wrapped in a towel singing whatever songs I knew I would oh. put on concerts I have a very distinct memory and I would like to apologize to my parents for <laughs> this uh, my aunt is a drama teacher so a lot of my love oh, for theater came from her wicked no pun intended no yeah I, I'm, I'm that person <laughs> um so I had like the Annie soundtrack as a child the Oliver soundtrack as a child and I had a little cd player and a pop-up tent that said theater on it <laughs> and I would put the Annie CD in the CD player, and I would perform all the songs, costume, attempted lighting, set changes, <laughs> props. We're talking like six or seven years old here. It was low budget. <laughs> it was low budget. I almost broke a lamp once trying oh to do lighting. Gosh. Like, Mom um, and Dad, I'm going to need a lighting budget if you want your lamps to see the I end don't know of what happened run. to that lamp. I'm starting to wonder if I actually might have broken it. <laughs> like, I've never seen it since. We moved. Nothing was gone. But oh so I, I love to sing from a young age. And then when I we moved when I was about nine and mom put mom and dad put me in voice lessons. I've had like four or five voice teachers over the years because it just so happens that like they always are like like they move away or like this mm. or that. But I've worked with so, so many talented voice teachers. I think I took lessons. I think I started when I was in grade six. And I'm going into 
second year university, so grade six, grade seven, grade eight, grade nine, grade ten, grade eleven, grade twelve. Seven years? Question mark. I, I believe so. Something like that. And I've had to stop now since I'm in university. I haven't yet found someone in Hamilton, but I'm working on it. I I love theater, but I think singing is one of the things I love most about theater because I love I love music. You will find me listening to music at any point of the day, no matter what I'm doing. I could be reading a book and listening to music. I could be running and listening to music. You will find me listening. Music is such a big part of my life to the point where recently I bought a record player and I wouldn't shut up about it. I went and told like everyone I knew and they're like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, but you don't understand. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a record player. And I had the Dear Evan Hansen record because I'm the, a theater nerd. So I had to. But yeah, no, I've I've loved singing forever. I feel like it goes hand in hand with talking, which I also love to do, <laughs> if you can't tell. Um but I, I've always loved to do it. I wouldn't. It's, it's so sweet of you to say that. Like, <laughs> you think my voice is. Oh, well, like, I genuine. Yeah, it's, it's very so sweet. Very, very genuine compliment. I love it to the point where I have a, like a, a playlist on Spotify called songs I would like to sing if I get to do, not like a, you know, like another cabaret or like a this oh, or yeah. that. You don't even want to know how many songs are on my Broadway playlist on Actually, Spotify. Maybe I do. Now that you said that, I do. You have to tell me. I'd like you to take a, a guess as to either how many songs or how many hours you so think this, this thing is. Musicals only? Broadway only. Broadway only. Or, oh. or off-Broadway, I should specify, for, oh, the, for the strict people who are I, like, well, that musical never made it to Broadway. Numbers are hard for me, so I'm going to go like, I don't know, 150 hours? I don't know. 56 hours and 37 See, minutes. And like I'm that seems like songs. a lot. But then because I panicked. That's because over you told two me days. Pick a, yeah, like, because I had to pick a number, I panicked. And I just picked some random number. And then it, anyway. Oh, don't worry. That's like a I'll lot. get there soon. <laughs> it's it a matter of time. Up. I'm almost at like a thousand songs. And anyone who like, I'm trying to get into Broadway, I'll send them my playlist. And they're like. Oh my gosh, I'm like, yeah, this is not making it very accessible. I'm sorry, please listen to this. <laughs> I'm like, I promise it's really good. If you want to listen to, like, the entirety of Hamilton, which is on here, that's, like, a bunch of hours as is. Yeah, no, and there's a bunch no. of, like, obscure musicals on there, because huh. that's that's my whole thing. I love that. So what's your favorite song to sing? <laughs> okay, favorite musical to sing? Oh my gosh. Top five? Um, uh, I don't know. Top <laughs> Um, favorite song to sing? It changes daily, weekly, but right now, I've become obsessed with the musical Parade, which Ooh. is real sad. Oh. Uh, I love me a sad musical. And the song at the end, which I believe is like Old Tales of Georgia reprise, Lucille's part in that is so beautiful. But also, like, I love 80s and 90s music specifically Bon Jovi like my dad instilled I know I know my dad instilled a love of Bon Jovi in me at a young age to the point where I've threatened that if I ever get married dad and I are gonna dance to Bon Jovi at my wedding <laughs> I will sing anything my taste in music is so it's such like a, a mishmash of this and that like if you look at my playlist I have Brit pop Italian songs, I'm Italian, theater, the entire album by Ben Platt, Disney, some Glee, because yes, I'm sorry, I was a Glee kid. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, I I watched Glee like it was my religion as a child. 
I had a glee pillow, a glee blanket. I was like, I really did think I was like in glee. (laughs) I really did act like it, quite honestly. Like, at the time, I really loved it. (laughs) I'll put it that way. (laughs) Well, it's the things that we watch when we're younger that really shape us, Mm -hmm. right? So if singing is important to you, it makes sense for the show. Like, glee would be up there on your list. I mean, I didn't know a lot of people in theater. I didn't really get involved in theater until I was about nine years old. So, like, up until that point, I didn't know other people existed like me. I didn't know other people liked theater. So I kind of turned to the TV where it was like, okay, these people exist. There's people who like singing and dancing just as much as I do. Yeah, I think uh, you're in the right town for that. And and it's cute. I, it's so cute to me that you say, I didn't until I was like nine years old. I was like in my late 30s when I finally started. <laughs> so, you know, I think you're ahead of the game, a little smidgen. So what are you going, what are you going to university for? Oh, boy. Well, oh. originally I was going for science and then I, I still love science. I just didn't really think that was for me. So my program title is super, super long. But it's Applied Psychology of Human Behavior with a Specialization in Autism Studies and Behavioral Science. That's my undergrad. I know. It's a long one. I gotta find a short form for it, because whenever people ask, I'm like, (gasps) deep breath. (laughs) Uh, And then my goal is to do my master's. I want to get my law degree. I want to be a human rights lawyer. Holy doodle. At the time that we're filming this, this changes on a week-by-week basis. You're a brainy pants, too, then. I I honestly expected to hear you say you were doing something to do with music, but there you are, like, science and law and psychology and, like, holy doodle. I love music and theater, and I think my fear was that I didn't want to... I think I was kind of hesitant to go to school for theater because it is what gives me joy Mm. and I didn't want to put so much pressure on the thing that gives me joy and make it into a career like some people can do it and they are incredible but at the same time I think I was fearful because you know not every experience you're gonna have is going to be positive Mm -hmm. in a career sense in a theater sense in any sense that's that's life but I think I was fearful of And theater is a hard industry. I mean, anyone will tell you that. But, like, I didn't want to put myself in a position where the thing I love and do for joy is now stressful and being done for, like, like a career thing. I want to keep it that I have a job and that's my job and I can do what I love separately and keep it as what I love and not taint it, if that makes sense. Girl, you do not sound like a 19-year-old right now. You sound <laughs> like a wise sage. Oh, like, sing it from you. the mountaintops. I think that's fantastic. Honestly, you can you can do that stuff that you love and not... I am the youngest the ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic, though, you know, that you're... You're kind of exploring both sides of your brain and you're, you're keeping that passion, but also... Like law and people. Yeah. Awesome. And those areas will be lucrative and you'll be able to help other people. That's fantastic. I just like helping people. That's like, I mean, I think theater helps people a lot as well. So why not do both? Ah. I believe someone once said I should become a singing lawyer. And that was like a whole other discussion that I was like, is that a thing? Is that an option? And they'd be like, no, I was joking. Ah, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, you know, if you had to go and like fight a parking ticket or something and someone was <laughs> I was singing, in Legally Blonde. I know how this works. Yeah, like it would probably be 
a lot nicer. Honestly, yeah. I think that, Sleeping like, in general, if you were, like, waiting for the bus or, you know, any mundane activity would be better if people all of a sudden were like, I am waiting for the bus. Like, just so much better. As someone who does that, <laughs> it is. Um, any person who's ever spent a modicum of time with me will know uh, I burst out into song and dance wherever I am. Uh, I was the kid who was fully, like doing choreography in the grocery store. I want to say it's a child, but I don't know that it's stopped. <laughs> I don't know that um, it's, you know. Which is, it's probably good that I'm going to school in a bigger city. I'm at Mac <laughs> in Hamilton. Because I get less weird looks. <laughs> like, you know, still a little odd, but okay, that girl's singing at the bus stop. Whatever. Leave whatever. her be. It's Tuesday. It happens. Oh, she's performing the entirety of Hamilton in the middle of the campus. Okay, whatever. Awesome. I would like it on record. I have not done that. Not yet. 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 <laughs> exactly. Not yet, my friends. Not yet. I'm working on it. I love that. I love that for you. And I, uh, living vicariously. Um, I love your little shop t-shirt, by the way. I meant to say oh, that. Oh, hey! Thanks, man. Yeah. I haven't been in it, but my aunt was in, did a, directed a production of it. And there's a photo of me standing in the Audrey 2 and Ooh. Chef's Kiss. This is Gotta my fave. It. This is my fave. I haven't been in it. It's my dream to be in some capacity someday. Who do you want to be? I Honestly, I'd be anything in that. I, I am terrified of doing anything even backstage. And I would do something backstage just to be a part of that show. I once accidentally became a stage manager. One show. I had no training. <laughs> And I have so much respect for anyone who does anything backstage. It is the scariest thing. It is amazing yeah. and so rewarding, but like, so oh my gosh. So how did this gosh. happen accidentally? <laughs> okay, so I was working with a theater company, and I was, I just had like a smaller, a smaller position for the summer. I was going into grade 11, so I was, I was young back then. God. I, I say. I slap you through the computer screen. It's I was joking. <laughs> and our stage manager had, the original stage manager had to depart from the show, unfortunately, had prior commitments and was very, like, just kind of, like, respectful about it and said, hey, like, I'm really sorry. And so we didn't have a stage manager for a little while. And we were a little nervous because, you know, kind of need one of those. Those are really important. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend having a stage manager yeah. if you yeah. have a show. And then... I was talking to the person who ran the program, and I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, they, they know that I'd done a lot of shows. I'd been with that program since I was young. And I was like, well, I can, I can, because we had had a couple people who had to step down. I was like, I'm sure I could step into one of the positions. And I think as a joke, I mentioned, oh, I'll just be the stage manager. Like, <laughs> oh, And God. they said, are you serious? And I was like, <laughs> no, maybe. I am now. <laughs> so I had no training. Oh, I knew word. nothing. Thankfully, the person who was supposed to be our stage manager came back and, like, gave me, like, a little rundown. But, oh, boy, that was the most stressful show I think I've ever done. It was beautiful, and it turned out so great in the end, and I'm so happy with how things turned out. Like, I was so terrified. Shout out to literally all the stage managers out there, because... Y'all keep us running. Mm -hmm. Making the stage manager book alone, I was like, this is it. This is how I die. This is the end. <laughs> it is, it was very rewarding and I would not trade it for the world, but I don't think I slept for three months. 
I, yeah, I don't think I'll sleep just hearing you tell that story. Like, I'd be extremely <laughs> It'll work stressed. out fine. But yeah, no, the staff at the theater was just so supportive. And, and the staff with the program I was working with were so supportive and good about, like, if I needed any help, like, making sure I was okay. Because it was a lot. Yeah. It was, it was a lot. But the show turned out great, and I was so proud of, like, everyone. Absolutely. And I'm so happy it happened. That's awesome. Sometimes it's yeah. good, you know, when you're tossed into something because you don't have as much time to be nervous you just need to trial by fire exactly now do you have a little microphone or something in front of you because you keep doing these like yeah i do (laughs) keep doing these cool like lean-ins with your mic and i'm like what is she doing i love podcasts like there there are a few podcasts that i listen to religiously one i can think of specifically that i like have watched all the episodes other than this one where i've watched all the episodes what is it? Um, it's the Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. Ooh. I am a big John Green fan. Anyone who has heard me talk for more than 15 minutes knows that I will not shut up about John Green or his books or his anything. And I love just like the very personal aspect of podcasts. So like, yeah. I'm very excited to be here. I can't <laughs> tell by the speed in which I'm talking. <laughs> You're doing great. I just, I'm a podcast junkie too. So I, uh. I wrote that down. What's your favorite? <gasps> oh my god. I know I it's a mean question. I know. Time. I know it's mean. Uh, Science versus probably one of my tops. <gasps> I respect that. Top, I top, respect top. that decision. Age of Persuasion. That's a CBC. Ooh. That was pretty one. good. Oh my god. I could go on for oh, hours. The other one I love is the Eat the Menu podcast with... Ooh. With James A. Caster and Ed Gamble. I love British comedy, specifically mm. Taskmaster. Um, and James A. Caster is a British comedian, and I'm in love with him. Uh, not actually, but, like, he is hilarious. <laughs> and it is so good. And he has a, a podcast with another comedian called Ed Gamble where they interview celebrities. Like, I think my favorite episode is one where they interview Josh Groban. Uh, and it's like, what would be your dream meal? Starter, main course, dessert, drinks, this, that. I'm a, I'm a food person. I love food. I could talk about food for years. Theater and food are like my two favorite things. Okay, so shoot, what would be your dream meal? Oh no! <laughs> uh, okay, I have two favorite foods of all time, and they're the most like basic of basic favorite foods, but I love them. I don't know, maybe it's three. I love pizza. <laughs> Pizza. I love tacos. Mm. I make a very good vegetarian taco. Mm. And I love soup. Any of my friends at university, it would be like 3 a.m. And I'd be like, I want soup. soup. And they're like, it is 3 a.m. It's always time for soup. (laughs) Second of all, why do you want soup at 3 a.m.? And then I would get up and I would make soup at 3 a.m. I have to agree with you on the soup. You know, and I think it's underrated, man. Soup is is absolutely. Soup can be anything you want it to be. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't get behind cold soup. Was it gazpacho? No, I can't, I can't get behind either, that. But you know what? If a person likes it, that's chill. You like oh, what yeah, you, you like. Oh yeah, you do what you I want. Like what I like. Just don't feed but it to me. But not for me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm here for a cream-based soup. Oh. I'm here for anything with potatoes in it. I love Ooh. potatoes. Nom. I'm a potato person. Nom, 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 the nom. only form of potato I can't get behind is scalloped potato. What? Okay. I friends think they're off. slimy. But they're so good. They're slimy with cheese and cream and deliciousness. This See, I'm a mashed potato gal. Mm, any potato. I've never said no to a potato in my day. Potatoes are the best part of Thanksgiving and no one can tell me I'm wrong. I, I, I throw a bun in there and that's good. The tr- also correct. Okay, so then I'm we like got... the cat from earlier. I like carbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My chubby boy. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so yes. we got the main meal. We got tacos, uh, pizza, pizza soup. and soup. Oh, dessert? Dessert is brownies all the way. A chocolate brownie with vanilla ice cream, specifically if the brownie is warm, I was gonna say is the best be thing. Warm. But the brownie can't have nuts in it because, really? A, I don't like them. And oh. B, well, it's, it's not an allergy. I just don't like them. Okay, that's uh, fair. But also, I, I just want the brownie just to be itself. Okay. <laughs> But I do make a mean chocolate chip cookie. Not as good as any of the cookies Ruth makes. I would like to put that on. <laughs> That's there. a disclaimer. Ruth's <laughs> cookies are a religion. Those are just too much, those cookies. It's like... Absolutely it's, not. They're my favorite they're, thing. Well, at too much, I mean, like, in in the, the way that you need to have them. And you will hurt oh, yeah. yourself to eat and eat. Like, anytime there's been a plate of Ruth's cookies around, I eat until my stomach hurts. And then I eat a little bit more. (laughs) I believe it was Wizard of Oz where she brought the cookies in. For those of you who may not know, Ruth is one of the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people from the theater. And she brings in cookies when we do shows. And the kids were there. And I fully, like, sprinted around a child to get to the cookies. Get out of my way! I'm so sorry to that child. I did not hurt the child, but... Oh, I probably would have. I mean, I would (laughs) never. I really need Ruth to go on... The Great British Bake Off. That's all. Absolutely. I love the great, I love I love baking, and that's that segues into one of my favorite musicals, oh. the Waitress. Waitress. All right. All right. I have the Waitress Cookbook. I think I I was like a a, a kid at the height of Sarah Bareilles' music popularity. Like I remember Love Song playing on the radio and being like seven, I think ish. And so when I heard that Sarah Bareilles was making a musical, I was like, this is great. I love this. And it's so good. The music is so good. So that's a, a one that you would like to be in then, I'm guessing? Oh, oh, Dallas, when I tell you, I legit, <laughs> on my phone, pulled up, have a list of dream roles. Okay, lay it on me. It's too long. I don't <laughs> know that I can read all okay, of them. Okay, top five? Might be t- Do we have a top five? I will just read some interesting ones. Okay. (laughs) Some of them are like, you know, like basic roles that like a lot of people want to play. There are some weird ones on here. And there are actually three I already got to do. First really weird one. uh, I really want to play Carrie in Carrie the Musical. It's based off the Stephen King novel. Mm -hmm. It did not last on Broadway. Yeah. (laughs) People really weren't a fan of it. I respect that decision. But I, there's, there's, I, I want... (laughs) I want to do a scary musical. <laughs> and I want to sing that one note that I don't know that I can physically sing. But, like, it's it's spooky and I love it. I want to be Joe in Little Women. Ooh. The Little Women musical has really good music. Specifically, Astonishing. I'm, I've been trying to find an excuse to sing that for a very long time. I believe I sang it at a cabaret while I was away at school. I, my, Little Women was introduced to me by my grandmother when I was quite young. Uh, I was always like a book kid. You can't see it, but on the other side of the camera, I have a, a seven shelf bookcase that is completely color coded. Like all the books oh. are in color coded order. Cause again, type A personality. Like um, and so I remember reading like a kid's version of Little Women and being like, I relate to all these characters, but this one, Joe, like really, I get that. Like I get that, like that fire of, wanting to do something and want to make something and wanting to forge a trail. I already said Lucille Frank from Parade, so I'll skip that one. <laughs> oh, oh, here's a big one. Here's a big one. Rose in Dogfight. 
So I don't know how many of you people know Pasek and Paul, the people who wrote the music for Jarevan Hansen and The Greatest Showman. They have another musical called Dogfight. And the plot is very complicated. <laughs> I cannot begin to explain it. But it originally had Lindsay Mendez and Derek Klena. And I love both of them. And I can sing the words to most of the songs completely from memory, which is not an incredible feat because I do that with most songs that I love. But I want to do that musical so bad. So bad. Uh, and the last one that I'll say, even though there's a lot of them on this list, this is a long list, is um, I have a movie, a Christmas movie, that I have loved since I was five years old. So when I was in elementary school, people would be like, oh, my favorite Christmas movie is Elf. My favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone. I'd be my favorite Christmas movie is White Christmas. Because <gasps> again, I'm that kid. I love that I movie. I love that. I will watch it when it's not Christmas. I will watch it when it is Christmas. I will watch it four times in a row. I love it. I have sang the, the songs to kids I have babysat to help them go to sleep. I Will you sing that to me to help me go to sleep? I need a recording of that. That would be lovely. I'll do it. Okay. Don't tempt me, Dallas. I will I'll totally do it. I'll tempt you all I want. That sounds <laughs> lovely. I would, I mean, any of the roles, but specifically Rosemary Clooney's role. I love Rosemary Clooney. I think she is so talented. And I love that movie. I've seen it probably more times than I am years old. I love that. What you gonna do? Oh, I love that movie so much. I love it. It is probably my favorite Christmas movie tied with the Eloise Christmas movie. Anyone who knows who Eloise is, you get a good star because most people I've talked to do not. And I love it. And Eloise truly is what I was like as a child, which is terrifying to think of, but I love it. Oh my goodness. Uh, I lost my mind there for a second. In my head, I was thinking about that movie and like singing the song I'm in my head. I'm fully with you. I am fully with you. Ah, what else should we talk about? There was like, a, oh, Dungeons and Dragons. We were going to talk Dungeons about and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Right? We, like, I wrote that down, remember? And I yes. was like, we can't not. Okay, so tell me about Dungeons and Dragons. This is like a new thing on this I podcast. I haven't played in quite a while because unfortunately the campaign I was in, you know, didn't exactly work out. Things, you know, that happens sometimes. But I got introduced to Dungeons and Dragons by some theater people Ooh. back in, oh no, 20, whatever year I was in Oliver. Uh, early, oh, early, actually. like that, Oliver was my first theater Sarnia show. I think it was 2015. All I know is I was like 13 at the time. You were just red off. And I had heard of it because my parents watched The Big Bang Theory. Oh where, yeah. And I, the more they talked about it, the more I was like, Okay, this sounds really interesting, though. Like, I like acting. I like improv. I like make-believe. Yeah, exactly. And so finally, I bullied them into letting me join a campaign. <laughs> no people were harmed in the making of this campaign. Uh, and I played a tiefling bard because... A bard. Obviously, you would play a Obvious, like, what else? But I was too anxious <laughs> to sing. I refused Aww. to actually sing or do anything. I was just like, I give you bardic inspiration. That's all goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Um, never did anything useful. Don't think I ever landed a spell or a hit. Uh, and then I was in another campaign. I think my favorite character I had played 
was a human sorcerer, a human shadow sorcerer named Aideen Gallagher. One thing you'll learn about me is all of my characters have very complicated Gaelic names because why not? <laughs> uh, somewhere in my basement, I have a binder of all my old D and D character sheets. What? And again. All of them have complicated names. I believe I once threatened to name one of them Sertia, and the DM was like, no. No, thank you. Absolutely not. I won't <laughs> allow it. Because if you've ever seen the name Sertia spelled, like, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful name. And one of my favorite actresses, Sertia Ronan. But the spelling, you know, makes it a little challenging if you're not familiar with it. And I just love d and I mean, depending on how you play it and what you focus on. Some people are more combat heavy, and that's fine. In my experience, we were more RP heavy because it was a bunch of theater kids. Yeah. And it was, it's improv. It's mm-hmm. the most beautiful form of improv mm-hmm. that I could mm-hmm. have ever asked for. Because the DM will paint this beautiful scene and location. And I'd, I have to make decisions, but it's not up to me whether or not it work. It's up to some beautiful shiny math rocks. <laughs> and I'll let you in on a secret. I have too many of those. Oh my god. I see dice and I buy them. (laughs) The shiny math rocks. It's it's a problem. Oh, that's so funny. The people who I played D and D with were like, "You don't need more of these. You don't roll half of them." I was like, "You don't understand. There's different dice for different." purposes these blue one this is what i'm rolling something to do with water and 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 everyone's like no mia no do you have a like if a dice has wronged you dice jail yes <laughs> yes yes i have dice jail there is a D show on the internet that i don't know if you know about but if you don't oh my gosh it's called critical role you know critical role oh my gosh i'm so happy <laughs> yes oh my gosh this has just made my day. Um, I was watching it before we started recording. What's her name? Brunette. Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laura She's Bailey the, and her dice trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how... I'm obsessed with Critical Role. It's a really good show, and they're, like, just such a good group of people. And, you know, talking about this, there's been enough people, especially recently, on, on Sarnia Famous that are theater geeks that love D&D... <sighs> That yes. I feel like we could make a make a something out of that. I think that Keep needs to happen. Planting those seeds out in the universe because I don't want to coordinate it. But... I can't DM. No, uh, I'm not ready for that. But if someone will DM, I will 100 percent be the be the person who will play and bring snacks. Because cool. in my old group, I was the person who every week would bring a different baked good. I made oh dice shaped cookies once. Stop it. Fully, fully made dice-shaped sugar cookies with, like, piped numbers on them. I I built a DM screen with my dad. Like, I'm all in. I am fully all in. I love it. We have a cookbook. I I have the D&D cookbook actually right next to my bed. Yeah, we have that. And, like, we've been, we have had a few parties, but we have a lot of vegan friends. So we haven't been able to, nothing wrong with being vegan. I'm vegetarian, mostly. Not a lot of... I try to... I Yeah. I try to keep my diet mostly vegetarian, just for, um... Honestly, more just for personal preference. Yeah. And I've actually managed to vegetarianize a lot of those recipes. They got some really good soup recipes! I think that's the thing, is I gotta get creative. And they're, they're teaching us... She just whispers, I love soup. They're teaching us, our <laughs> vegan friends, how to, like, find substitutes and stuff. Awesome! So then, uh... Eventually, I could do a vegan Dungeons and Dragons 
soiree. But yeah. Oh my gosh. I've watched the episodes and I remember the people, most of the people, or at least some of the people who said they liked D&D. I would kill to play D&D with, some of, with right? any of these people. Right? I, in my time working with so many people at the Imperial, have had the chance to work with some of the most brilliant and, and passionate theater polymaths I could have ever asked to know. Like, just giants in their knowledge and, and kindness and acceptingness. I remember joining the theater at 13, going to my first rehearsal, holding on to the, the I think the person I knew there for dear life. I was so nervous. I was like, I don't know anyone. What if, what if, I don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And immediately, like, first 10 minutes six people were like hi i'm so and so what's your name one of the one person came up and was like i am your theater mom now Aww. and she was only two years older than me but that was my theater mom <laughs> hey, you know. and so i went on and when i was in wizard of oz there was an, a new young girl young woman who is just the sweetest ayla and i was like i am your theater mom now Aww. so <laughs> the tradition of it's a cute tradition it is just the most supportive community with the most brilliant and passionate and just incredible people. Like, I cannot even begin. Words can't describe how honored I am to have worked with the people I have worked with in these shows and these directors and stage managers and cast members and, and props. Like, I, I cannot thank every person because I would have to thank every person I've ever met in my time at the theater. And that would take a very long time. But legitimately, everyone is so wonderful. It is astonishing, no pun intended. (laughs) It is a pretty incredible group. I am so, so, so blessed to have gotten to do what I've done with the theater. It's words, words fail. I truly cannot begin to say thank you for everything. Well, I, I need to figure out audio and visual for this show so that people just for the excuse of seeing your little face when you when you were saying that like just pure love and and at one point a hummingbird flew by my window so i looked distracted oh i I, I was like oh hummingbird oh and to me i thought you were like just wistfully looking. oh i was i fully was and then i saw a hummingbird It was like it was like the, the birds were surrounding me with like my love of the theater, yeah. like nature was like just a Disney like, princess. Oh. Just... oh my gosh, I wish. <laughs> I've been on an Encanto kick recently. Lin Manuel Miranda, Ooh. your music. I love that. Oh one. my gosh, um, I don't know what he puts in it that makes it so addictive, but it's a problem. It's a good. It's a pro- it's a problem. <laughs> Any music he's ever written, I love. He also helped write the music to the musical Bring It On. Really. He did. Um, oh my, gosh, my aunt directed it. It was the first time I saw it. Huh. And just like all his other music, it's very good. I just love musicals. <laughs> I couldn't tell. You hide it so no. well. Oh, definitely. For sure. Just like poker face. Um, so we are already getting to that time where my laptop could <gasps> combust. And I, I just <laughs> like to have this little window of time at the end. If people have like a side hustle or a charity... That was a really loud vehicle that just drove by my house. (laughs) Anything at all that you want to plug or promote or talk about, bring awareness to, this is your house. Okay, I will be very, I have two small, not small, two things that I will try to talk about as succinctly as possible. 
I would not say I'm very good at being brief, but we'll do my best. Uh, one of them is the one-act plays, mm-hmm. so I am fortunate enough to be in one of the one-act plays, directed by the brilliant and talented Catherine Forstall, who I absolutely adore. Those are hitting the stage late August. The one I'm in, he's hitting the stage on the 24th and the 26th. And I, the other night, uh, I believe is the 25th and the 27th. Don't quote me on that. They are absolutely brilliant. I have seen little snippets of other people's shows. And I'm sure you all saw from the video that the marvelous Ian Alexander made. They are so incredible. I love our one act so much. I think anyone who sees it will laugh so much. It is hilariously funny. Daryl, Leslie, Craig, and I. It's a little, it's a, it's a small cast, but boy, are we mighty. It is incredible. And all of the other one act plays are equally as moving and as funny. Um, high School Reunion. I've seen little snippets of it because they rehearsed before us. And I am very excited to see what they have in store. And the other thing I want to plug is just the theater in general and the importance of it. I kind of mentioned earlier how like I was so grateful to everyone at the theater for just such a welcoming and loving environment. But truly, I think theater as a whole is so important to us as humans. Like, I think... It has such an important role in our society that like helps us see things in different perspectives. I think we as humans are often so focused within our own consciousness because that's the thing is we cannot experience someone else's consciousness, not in a literal sense at least. That I think sometimes we, when we experience adversity or issues or things that aren't going the way we planned, we forget that our way of looking at it isn't the only way. We don't, we, we aren't able to see these perspectives things from different perspectives and I think theater really helps us like it it allows us to take a step back and view these things objectively with like an unbiased and clear mindset not as the person experiencing these things but someone watching it and knowing that okay this character sees this in this way but the thing is that character is not the only person and I just feel like theater there's a phrase that I love which is consciously experiencing human dignity and it's, I think theater allows that in the best possible way where it really lets you see that every person is A, equally important, but B, has their own view on a situation, their own outlook, and that they are all equally important. And maybe it's not the same as yours, but that doesn't mean it's not valid, in a sense. And I think that it allows me to feel small and human in the best possible way that I can when I'm sitting in the seats of the theater and the lights, the house lights go dark and the stage lights come up, there is something so magical about for two hours time or however long the show you're seeing is getting to leave all your worries, leave all the things you experience and getting to invest and care about people and about stories and learn that we, though our consciousness may be all we can experience, are not the only organism and that in fact other people have their stories and their stories are important and I leave the theater and return home exhausted and exhilarated and with a mind more open and clear and I think everyone no matter your age no matter your anything should definitely at least see a show if not try to have a hand in one because it is 
truly the most beautiful and rewarding experience I ever could have asked for. <laughs> I don't even know what else to do but this. That was so Thank lovely. Thank you. That was so lovely. Can you tell I like to talk? I am here for no. it, sis. You talk anytime <laughs> to me. I love it. That was that was beautiful. Mm. Like I, I feel like Thank that you. could be an advertisement for the the theater or like a monologue for it. Or... Ask your doctor. <laughs> theater is right for you. <laughs> this was so much fun. Thank you so this much. This is my favorite thing. This has been the <laughs> highlight of my just ever yeah just ever. i fully i think i said this to you before we started recording but when i got the message from you asking like if i would do this i was and this will not surprise anyone who knows me but i was so excited i fully like ran a few laps around our kitchen table and then <laughs> danced for like 45 minutes i was so pumped I'm i've been telling flattered. i my mom every five minutes i'm like mom mom i'm on a podcast <laughs> I love that. It is. This is so incredible. Thank you for doing this and for giving us like a place to share our love of theater and talk about our passions. And thank you for being like so wonderful. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna make me blush. Okay, well now we have to go because okay, I can't. Well, okay, thank you for being here. Thank you for making me <laughs> embarrassed in a nice way. No. Um. <laughs> Anyway, um, okay. hopefully I'll see you again in, in real life Definitely. real quick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, kids. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great weekend.